Welcome to the HU Piratship Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You can find us at www.hupirateship.com where we talk about the pirates. You can find us on all social media platforms. Also, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. So link and subscribe for uh, new episode updates. This year, epi- is year seven and episode number 62. I'm your host, Big Reek, along with Hampton Knight from the HU Pirate Ship, the Battle of the Bay. How you doing, man? Oh, man. I mean, I am absolutely horrible. You know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, that was, yeah. I mean, it's just at a loss for words, to be honest. Yep, same. But we'll have plenty of words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure will. Yeah, I feel you, man. A whole lot to say and nothing to say. Oh, man. So, yeah, on this episode, we will. Review the Battle of the Bay. Go over the Big South scoreboard, MIAC scoreboard, rest of the HBCU football world, including the SWAC, CIAA, and SIAC. And then we'll preview homecoming against Kennesaw State Owls. So, Battle of the Bay. Yo, this one hurt, man. Um, I mean, we knew that this was kind of a toss-up game, but this this one hurt. Um you know, this hurt because of the rivalry, of course, and also it was preventable. So many self-inflicted wounds. It just was uh, unfortunate to watch at points and times. Um, so many self-inflicted wounds. Um, just watching it, you just wonder when the team will turn the corner and just put a complete game together. Um, so that, that was tough to watch. You know, one thing I saw, man, to casual uh, football fans, Hampton fans, they were like, Man, that was a close, good game. That was a good try. And that's true. That was a good, hard-fought game, a lot of points. Uh, but to uh, many diehards, us included, that we've spoken to over the past couple of days, and I'm sure to the coaches even, even and the players, um, if you follow the team closely, um, you know this game had larger implications and told a much bigger story. And uh, we'll try and get into some of those uh, some of those uh, story points and just try and explain why this game was bigger than the forty seven to forty four score. Man, how, how did how did you feel, Hampton? You know what? Honestly, I I literally skipped this game because you know, and I will, I, I will say this. You know, it's like to be. I think um, James Baldwin said. Uh, to be black, it is to be uh, uh, in a constant uh, state of rage. Yeah, in a constant state of rage. Yes, thank you. Oh my God! It's, to be black and conscious. To be black and conscious is to be in a constant state of rage. 
I mean, to be a Hamptonian fan, a serious <laughs> Hampton fan, is to be in a constant state of rage. And I sometimes just think that my heart can't take it no more, honestly. And it's like I stayed away from this game. I, I just, like, my son had a, a soccer practice, and I literally was just like, I'm out. I can't. I can't. And then I, and then it's the wild part. I looked at the score in the first quarter and saw it was 10 nothing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stop there. No updates. Don't nobody text me nothing. And then when I found, then I just happened to see the halftime score on the ESPN ticker, like while um, I'm getting, um, picking up a burger. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we got this 27 17. But then my mind was telling me, like, listen, you know, this is uh, uh, this Norfolk State team is hungry, and I just knew I was like, this is that second half is going to mean a lot. And then I got that text from you saying that we were down seven, we got the ball back late. And then I came, and I'll just say, I just got home, I turn on the TV, and I see the last drive, and I saw Jada Kiss get the uh, touchdown, and I was just like, wow, amazing. And then I knew, and then when I saw us try to go for two, I was like, I feel the spirit, like, do it. But then it seemed like the play just didn't materialize. They didn't do it. And I just knew once it went to overtime, it probably was over. And let me explain. We went to overtime with uh, Monmouth, and we lost that on probably the most ridiculous thing ever. I remembered uh, we kicked the ball. This is before we went to overtime. We kicked the ball off to Monmouth. And the uh, returner caught the ball at the one, but his foot was out of bounds. And they, we got the, they got the ball at the one. And all we had to do was stop them right there, and we win the game. And this overzealous linebacker that we had, I will never say his name, but, you know, jumped off sides. And I just feel like that is just a plague of just, I don't know, just Hampton. You know, it's just literally be smart. Or and then this is the wild part. He was a he was before there was ever a transfer portal. This was before Prunty. There was you know this is a guy who transferred into the program, and you know he's just a knucklehead, you know. And I just felt the same way about you know once we went into overtime, it's like did we have the heart you know to win? And I mean yeah, they had they they fought hard, but. Unfortunately, you know, I mean, once I saw we had that fumble right in front of the goal line, I was like, oh, here we go. It's over, you know, because it's just like that just took everything out. And then the minute Norfolk State <laughs> threw that first pass in overtime and it got caught at the one, like now it's really over. <laughs> you know, it's just like this is my thing. I think you said it perfectly. You know, to, uh, you said to the folks who follow the team, you know that the game had larger implications and told a bigger story. And and the reason why I say that is probably one of the most true statements, you know, for this game is Hampton left the MEAC for the Big South. And event, like if you think about it, if you're going to move up to a conference to that, you know, I would say top to bottom, you know, they have uh, better programs. You know, Kennesaw is a power. You know, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Kid ourselves. Kennesaw will beat A&T. 
you know, a mama. Will be, I mean, they're they're just they're they're a tough program. I'm not gonna say they're gonna beat A and T, but they're they're better than those programs. Those are legit programs. Kennesaw State's probably gonna go FBS soon. Oh, they I are mean, next year. Though, they're going to the A Sun. Yeah, they, you know they're gone. So I mean, that's at the top, and at the bottom you got Robert Morris. They're beatable, but you know the Campbells, the Charleston Southerns of this conference. You know the Gardner Webs. You know. Yeah, they 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 could beat any MEAC team. So let's not get it twisted. To go to the Big South means that your program has to be on an upward tra- trajectory. And Dr. Harvey, in his infinite wisdom, <laughs> you know, you know, figure, oh, we're on an upward trajectory. We're on an upward traje- trajectory in basketball and training. You know, those are good sports, you know, definitely, definitely um, men's and women's basketball. But football, we were in a perpetual state of, I would say, malaise, you know, mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but to me, when you said that this program, this game had larger implications, we left to go to the Big South, uh, Norfolk State State. And they beat us. So what does it say? Like, oh, we went off to bigger and better things, and we still getting beat by the conference that, you know, that we never really dominated, like, in the past, what, almost, oh, God, what, 15 years? 15, 16, 17 years? Mm -hmm. And and so so it's just like, why? why? Why do this? You know, what's the point? You know, you lost. So my whole thing is just watching this game. Like, and then I mean, I mean, it's just like the game was so satisfying for you know the Spartan, you know, faithful that were there. You know, not because it was um, yeah, but it's because the rivalry was renewed, but it was more like, you know, they had something to prove, you know. And honestly, I think our program, they passed the eye test, you know. That offensive line legit. You know, the defensive line, they're young, they're raw, but they're actually, you know, they're kind of good. But, you know, even our DBs look legit. But legit, <laughs> look, look, and play is totally different. But if you think about it, though, I mean, I mean, you can look legit, but they don't put, no mistake, they'll put 47 on a looking legit defense. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you know the funny part, like, you ever been, um, I mean, we're both big guys, former football yeah. players, you know, linemen yeah. and stuff. So, but you know, when you, when you're at Armstrong stadium and you're at that far gate and you're mm-hmm. next to the players, mm-hmm. um, yo, this team, our team, when they get off the bus, it's like, damn, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put together, but yeah. something is not clicking on the field. And yeah. the larger implication part of this is like, they they made the same mistakes last year with a different Absolutely. quarterback. It's the Absolutely. same thing, man. I mean, it's the same what, thing. when we got new coaches too, like what? Yeah. What what's going on, man? You know what? I think sometimes I think it goes deeper than just the actual coaches. I think it is that Hampton mentality sometimes. And let, let me let me phrase it this way. It's like um I think sometimes our players are fed into this. You know, well, because, you know, Hampton is always, oh, we're the best. We're better than everybody. Standard of excellence. Standard of excellence. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Standard of excellence. All right. 
And so that unfortunately creeps into the minds of some of these players, just this whole idea of that, you know, I mean, no, I'm going to say this too. I'm going to tie it back in. There was a, I think, a blog, uh, a post on MEAC fans where somebody said, what other programs do you admire? And a lot of other MEAC and SWAC programs said they, they admired Hampton's program because of the professionalism and how the players seem to be treated. And when I think about this, though, I had friends and I have family members that, that played at Hampton and uh, coached at Hampton, and I had friends who have coached at Hampton and played, of course. And, um, and you know, and when we were there, too, when we were traveling, the team travels, you know, first class. You know, they eat at – they 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 lodge at really good, you know, hotels. And me being – at one point in my life, I did work with a professional sports team, and I saw that how they traveled – and there were a few things that Hampton did similarly to that sports team that I had worked with, which was the Atlanta Hawks. And I mean, now the Atlanta Hawks, they fandled, uh, they, they traveled Learjet and Charter and Hampton tra- uh, traveled Charter. They had a similar bus that took them to the hotel. I mean, the hotel that the Hawks travel, uh, stayed in was nicer, way nicer. But the Hampton hotels that I see the players that they travel to are just as nice. They're nice. And I feel that sometimes our players feel that they, you know, that this is, you know, a part of it, you know, this is, you know, this is, you know, the standard of excellence, like, oh, we should beat everybody based upon, you know, that we're a professional program or we're just, we're this, we're that. And Norfolk State, honestly, man, you got guys, um, that quarterback named Pooty, you know, he's from Richmond. (laughs) He's from the gutter, you know. They got in the loops. <laughs> Trust me. And Pooty play like Pooty. Yeah. He played like, hey, bruh. Yeah, Pooty Pooty was a beast, man. He was a beast out there. And, you know, in Hampton, I mean, ah, I just think that sometimes that uh that the bourgeoisie, if you want to call it that, or if you want to call this, you know. This air, the sense of entitlement, and, and I'll say it entitlement and arrogance that seeps out of certain parts of the university. It seeps into the players, and I just don't want the players to buy into it. And to be honestly, you know, I think when we were there, they kind of stopped right there when it came to the sports. They were just like, uh uh-uh. uh. Y'all, y'all don't buy into that, you know, stop thinking that you're this and this, go out there and beat the, beat the mess out of the other team. And I just felt that looking at Norfolk State, even though they won by three, you know, they were down by 10 at halftime. You know, honestly, you know, a lot of teams would just be like, all right, man, we just got to, you know, pick it up or, you know, or it's over. You know, they were just like, nah, we can't let these boys beat us. And Norfolk State, honestly, you know, they played like, like this was this was it for them, you know. And I think for us, it's just like, it just kind of showed us. It's like, look, man, we went up to play with in the Big South, and you know, we can't even win our our conference. And honestly, the basketball team, both the men's and the women's team, when we left the MEAC and the and the final tournament game, we both lost those games. 
those were indicators to everything. Those were precursors to everything. Like we couldn't even win the we couldn't even win the goddamn uh MEAC 20 tournament. Yeah, we won the regular season, but you know, we didn't even win the uh we didn't even win the conference titles. So honestly, man, I just I just felt that that this was bigger. This is this is this is almost a spiritual battle almost, you know, in the battle bay. And I'm glad it's back though. Yeah, I mean, to really, you know, uh, I guess encapsulate everything you said, like, <clears throat> you look at the team, right, um, and they look good. Uh, the uniforms look good. Yeah. The guys look like they're working out, chiseled. <laughs> um, they look good, eye test. But yeah. when it gets on the field, man, some ain't translating. It's like it's like on, when we're on campus, right, you see somebody who's just bad mm-hmm. and then you go talk to her, it's like dang there's nothing up there <laughs> there's nothing upstairs <laughs> like... or, or, or her grill messed up <laughs> or um or it's yeah or it's, but, yeah. But, that's, but that's fixable right it's, yeah, it's, it's fixable it's fixable like the team is fixable so we don't want to get too down but just watching that it's like yo it's the same thing over again like what's happening so Let's like maybe dive into some more like uh, so because you know another thing you know we get a lot of feedback and folks do like when we talk about like X's and O's and strategy and as much as we can so sure. let's maybe get into a little bit of that but yeah this one hurt man so um so yeah, beyond hurt yeah we and but you know it's good that it hurts right I mean that means we care <laughs> we we really care yeah man a lot of pa man when you saw it with our little board man i mean people really care and going really deep into what's happening absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> right. absolutely. so yeah man norfolk state won overtime 44 mm-hmm. uh 47 44 hampton had a 27 to 17 lead at the half norfolk state scored 14 in the third quarter to take the lead heading into the fourth quarter then we went on an eight-play, 70-yard drive to tie up the game and send it to OT. Looks like we were going for two, but received a delay of game. And I was on board with the going for two. Why not, right? Yeah. I was like, just to me, if we would have lost it going for two, I would have been like, I'm cool with that. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. Do it. Give it a shot. So We had the momentum. Yep. At home, non-conference, you know, get it done. And over time, we kicked the field goal. And then NSU, Norfolk State with Pooty scored a touchdown to win the game. So one thing that disturbed me, uh, Hampton Knight, is that there is now a blueprint for beating Hampton. And <laughs> this is only going to get worse. And yeah. it's the same blueprint from last year. Yeah. yeah. So here's a go. Here it goes. And the coaches know this. They're self-scouting. Everybody they're playing knows this. So you got to beat it. So first – if you're playing Hampton, you want to come. This is what Norfolk State did. So, Cope, shout out to Odoms. Commit to stopping the run. So, stop our run. Almost sell out. Even if we break some runs, stick with it. Just hang on. Um, with, withstand the early onslaught, the air onslaught from our quarterback and passing game. Jadakiss will get his. He's going to get it no matter what. Just hold tight. But, you know, just yeah. stop the run. We're going to get our thing in the pass. Hold tight. But eventually, it's going to turn into fool's gold. Just yeah. a lot of pressure on the quarterback. 
you know, drops, all kinds of things. So mm -hmm. then if you're playing us, the, your opposing offense, score as fast as you can, fast as you can um, on our defense. Mm -hmm. And that will put pressure on our offense to score because they know that our defense is porous. So now they feel mm -hmm. pressure to score and their run might not be working as well as it was before. So now they got to pass. So running gets harder, then we abandon it, right? So in that third quarter, we came out a little conservative, trying to protect the defense, protect the lead, run on mm -hmm. first, run on second, behind the yeah. chains. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was it. <laughs> you behind the yeah. chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then running gets harder. Um, then we start throwing it. But now mm -hmm. it's known throws. And now the QV is under pressure. So those mm -hmm. easy throws aren't easy no more. So now it turns into Chuck and Duck. So you remember what Chuck and Duck was half the night? Yeah, yeah, sure yeah. do. <laughs> so for all of the young folks, yeah. there's a lot of people that weren't even born. So back yeah. in the 90s, <laughs> the style of offense that we run, yeah. most, most, almost everybody's running the spread. But at the time, it was called a run and shoot. Yeah. So four wide outs, <laughs> two on each side normally, a running back, yeah. a quarterback yeah. in the center. Yeah. What happened was if you stopped the run, you make it known passing, then the quarterback will eventually be under pressure because it's hard to block for defensive linemen. With five. you're gonna get blocked, so yeah. what it turned into was Chuck and Duck, and that's what Buddy Ryan used to call Chuck yeah. and Duck. And then that's what it looked like, you know, Duffy was at times in the third in the second half of this game. Um, he yeah. was throwing that ball, he was getting hit, even though they weren't yeah. sacks, he was yeah. throwing that ball and ducking. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and just for more context. The chuck and duck is a style of offense with minimal pass protection, requiring a quarterback to chuck the ball and then duck to avoid a defensive lineman. And that's what we were doing in the third quarter. Absolutely. Then, at this point in time, Hamptonite, it's all over. The defense mm -hmm. turns into a demoralized dumpster fire, and then we're unable to stop anything. And, and that's been like the, the blueprint these past couple of years. Like, Stop the run, make us pass, defense gets beat, and mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. So uh, that's the blueprint. I, I, I mean, is there any how, – how do you – but this is all correctable. We got the guys. The coaches yeah. are smart. You yeah. know, I mean, we. I know – I mean, I don't – I've only talked to the head coach, but, you know, mm -hmm. you know through grapevine yeah. some of the coaches I do as well. And, yeah. you know, the praises are sung. So something is wrong here, but it can be corrected. But the blueprint's out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. The blueprint is definitely out there. I mean, it is it is harder to stop, you know. It's easier to stop the run uh, late, and that's when you need it the most. Like, I felt that the third quarter is when we really needed that run game. You know, it could have, we seriously could have kept, you know, Pooty off the, uh, off the, um, off the field, you know, with a couple of runs, but, you know, I think where we, it seems like that we weren't really that imaginative with the run and, you know, they were stacking the box, you know, it's like, and then, but this is another thing. Elijah Burris did fumble. And I yeah. hate to call out his name. He, he did fumble. Yeah. And and it was on a good run, too. And it's just like, oh, Lord. It's like what my grandma would say, you know, like, baby, what you doing? Baby. <laughs> you know, oh, Lord, baby, what you doing? But I think that, to me, signaled 
signal the end right there, you know, because we gave we got the ball back and then we gave it right back. And that to me, and that's why I said last week, you know, these momentum shifts. Hampton is not good with stopping momentum. And I think those momentum shifts really hurt us. And I do think that had we were if if we were able to, if he was able to hold on to that ball at that one point in time, then you know we could have eaten up and gotten off a lot more time off that clock, you know, with another set of four downs, you know. So um that is definitely a blueprint. Um, I do think that um, when uh, our defense, you know, is tasked to, you know, somewhat bail out the offense, you know, that's probably too tall for them at the moment, you know, it's because I think on our four down linemen, we have, we don't have a consistent pass rush, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's just like, I think uh, if we could figure, if we could just get a little bit of pass rush from there, then it definitely will help out in the secondaries. But I mean, I just don't know, man. This is just like um, that first play in overtime um, when Norfolk State got the ball and they just chucked that ball up to that receiver at the corner. I, I was just like the young man literally was what a step to two behind them. And we're just sitting there like, son, you see they had five wide. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? Who are you going to run a draw? He could. He can run. But I mean, I'm sure that probably wasn't his responsibility. It's like what Bill Belichick says, do your job, do your job. <laughs> and I think it's probably some players on our program that won't do their job or they're thinking about someone else's job when they just should be focusing on their own job. You know what I mean? So – at this point, I think everything you said was correct. So, okay, thanks, man. I mean, <clears throat> it's all correctable. So that's that's we just gotta see it, man. I mean, this. Oh man. Okay, so we've been on this game. We're gonna tie this up: the good, the bad, and the ugly. So this is like a from what we've seen, and then there were some folks, you know, high diehards who've been watching this game. This is like a composite of all of the feedback uh, we've gotten over the past couple of days. So, hey, this game hurt a lot of people. I mean, had a lot of interest. I'll put it that way. Puka were looking to see uh, some turn the corner. Because like we even said last podcast, like a convincing win here would have been the best win of the Prunty era. So people were looking um, forward to that. But, I mean, it'll, it'll come. So the good, the atmosphere. I mean, it looked great. Looked like a pristine HBCU football crowd. A little sleepy at times, but it was stayed, stadium was full. Everybody looked like they uh, were moisturized and been drinking a lot of water. And uh, it wasn't that fifty percent. Tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know who put that. Rule. <laughs> it looked like it. <laughs> yeah. The uh, good. So the other one, construction in the oh, in the, in the open end of the end zone, and there were two video boards. Now Hampton night. I mean, is this the Hampton way? Like other schools, man. If they put a new porta potty in their football stadium, like, yo, we got new bathrooms. Like, I mean, this really uh, marketed. Like, how come there's no marketing? How come there's no, like, here's what's coming? Even from a recruitment standpoint, like, what is that being built? I can guess. But yeah, I mean, they, they did put it in the alumni paper, but, okay. I mean, alumni, who gives a rip? You know what I mean? It's like, I look at it as, like, the my my father he you know he's a very he's he's very successful in his um in his investment firm 
and he's an HBCU grad too. But he, similar to like a lot of older black investment firms, you know, they don't want to, you know, they constantly don't think to hire, you know, younger people to get them to the next level. It's like, oh, I've always been doing it for, I've been doing it this way for 40 years, you know, <laughs> so it's just going to stay this way. You know, we're just going to make, we're good. And I think Hampton is the exact same way. You know, it's like, who in the world? It's like, listen, this is my thing. Norfolk State, at the end of the game, had a top five plays that they had yeah. for the kids yeah, on Twitter. Yep. It's just like, where's Hampton's? I mean, come on, man. You've got all of these brilliant students on campus, and you mean to tell me this is all we get? You know, it's just like. Wait, no, no. I mean, this is supposed to be the good, right, Paul? We, we as fans, oh, we, yeah. we don't get, we don't get anything. We don't get nothing. It's like, it's a, and it's a funny thing. It's like, oh, well, the fans don't care. No, the fans do care because the fans talk about it all the time. It just doesn't trickle back to the administration, you know. And and let me keep it honest too. My coworker is a Norfolk State graduate, and I got to wear a Norfolk State shirt on Friday. <laughs> And I'm sitting here like, man, y'all don't realize, you know, how difficult this is. I don't want to wear that effed up shirt. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but it's supposed to be the good. So, yeah, that's right. You go ahead. You, you okay. keep going. Special teams played well. Um, they were they were uh, competent. Three for three from field goals, five for five point after touchdowns. And they had good coverage on their returns and good kicks. So. Special teams are improving, so kudos. And then um, that drive, you know, that final drive, that was pretty cool um, to tie the game. And, uh, you know, this is one. I mean, Norfolk State, they made a lot of mistakes, um, but they won. But um, putting uh, that final play in, in, in um, the regular uh, period, fourth, fourth quarter, where Jada Kiss caught that touchdown. Like everybody saw that coming. Like you had him single covered, you know, and with on the whatever line, you know, close to the end zone with no help. Like the ball had to go there. So Duffy threw the perfect pass. Jada Kiss made the perfect catch to tie that game up. So that was a thing of beauty. And just to top it off, Jada Kiss had six catches, 155 yards, two touchdowns. So that was a really impressive uh, show of guts by the team to to tie it up there at the end of the game. Um, the bad, we had 139 yards rushing. So that's a decent number, but that doesn't tell the story. Like they were, yeah. it was tough sledding, man. I mean, yeah. and like you said earlier, it wasn't, it was unimaginative. Like it wasn't like, I didn't see, a, it was like draws. It was like, I didn't mm-hmm. see just, I didn't see, we don't have a fullback, but you know, I didn't see, you know, I didn't see anything imaginative in the run game. It was just like draw, 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 delay, yeah. delay. Yeah. You know, yeah. it didn't work. Um yeah. our defense, defense didn't take anything away from Norfolk State. Norfolk State had yeah. 202 yards rushing, 294 yards passing. That's textbook. That is yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, and then Pooty, he's that dude. I mean, he will yeah. he will go down in history and in infamy, in, in infamy as far as pirate fans go. But we'll always remember Pooty. Yeah. <laughs> the pass rush, we had one sack, some pressure at times, but not consistent yeah. enough. Pooty was back there chilling, 
And <laughs> we just need more power, man. I mean, like you said earlier, we the team is big. We got two big tight ends. I know we don't have a fullback, yeah. but I mean, our, yeah. our backs are thick, you yeah. know, but they yeah. need power. Like, get them yeah. some help, man. I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, what, what, what yeah. are your thoughts, Anthony? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, 139 yard rushing. It was, I mean, honestly, it was efficient, but just like you said, those turnovers, you know, really affected, you know, how, how we, um, how that rushing went. And it was, I would say, it wasn't really as strong as it was in the second half when we really needed the rushing, you know, because everything was done by pass the first, uh, the first uh, quarter. And so, you know, we really needed it in the third and fourth quarters and it just wasn't there for us. Um, and, you know, our defense, you know, we definitely, you know, the fact that we didn't take anything away, I get it. You know, we needed plays in certain spots and we didn't get it, you know, and I think uh, just by making a play is what we needed. As far as Pootie, man, he a senior. We ain't seeing him no more. And I'm going to say this too. Dawson knew exactly what he was doing when he left Southern. He had a questionable program and uh, he probably, and and it felt like Southern really was kind of jerking him around. So he looked at Norfolk State gig and just said, look, I got a senior quarterback. I got a pretty good offense. I have a really good shot of winning the MEAC. Let me go here first. And that was a, a chess move by him by going. And this is the thing. You know, Pooty was he, – he was a man already. But he just needed, you know, I would say what Odoms could bring him. And he really performed. And um, the fact of the matter is, uh, uh, I'm, this is my whole thing is, Odom bought himself time because he's pro- they could possibly win. I would say they're probably front, front runners to win the MIAC. I mean, unless of, we'll see what happens with South Carolina State. But honestly, though, if they could really win the MIAC, but after that, I don't know who they got after him. Probably a, probably a hump, you know, <laughs> so... <laughs> So, hey, but, but I mean, Odom's a recruit. Yeah, he'll, he'll recruit. He'll, you know, recruit. He, but you know, honestly, Odom's never really had good quarterbacks. You know, he just had like probably he always had good defenses. You know, he actually had a good defense, and he was a D coordinator. You know, so let's keep that real. So, um, but yeah, you know, after that, it's fine. My only thing is for Juwan Pooty Carter, it's like. Uh, please don't put Pooty on your resume. I mean, <laughs> I mean, now if you get a job, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Now if you work it, if you put in the application at McDonald's, Pooty is fine. But <laughs> we kidding, we kidding, we kidding. Young, young brother, if you ever need anything, you know, come holler at us. I'm sure I got some stuff that you can sweep. I'm playing. I'm nah, playing. nah. Pooty was impressive, man. I mean, just oh. Hey, he was an assassin. He took yeah. like you know he he. Hey, but this is the thing: we saw him in 2017, and after 2017, we didn't want no more parts of that kid. Yeah, and I'm glad we left there because he could have like he honestly could have owned us from 2018, 2019, and 2020 to be real. So thank you for not coming back. <laughs> thank you for us leaving the Big South because it would have been demoralizing had you know this kept going. <laughs> man yes yes um yeah that was bad just Pootie had his way 
you know, and then there were some ugly things. I mean, you know, one thing was uh, when, uh, you know, the turnovers, you know, that's, you know, everybody knows that's bad. But uh, Norfolk State um, scoring uh, went on a 70-yard play after we fought back to take the lead. So just uh, you fight back and then <laughs> he gave I, it right back, man. You know what? And it's like I purposely didn't want to watch that for stuff like that, man. Yeah. It's just like it's like why be a fan when this S I'm ain't gonna say the word when this happens. It's like I can imagine myself going down there for the for the game and seeing that and just be Cussing in the stands. Like, are you kidding me? We don't, it's like you don't fought your butt to get back to tie the game, you know, to take the lead. And they score on a 70 yard touchdown. Just like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, it's just like, I don't care if it was a bad call, somebody make the tackle. Yeah. It's just like, or it's like, how are you so out of place to not make that? You know, it's to me, it's, Whatever it is, I, I honestly, I can't tell you. I, and, I, and I think you, you said it correctly that, you know, the coordinator did dial up, you know, correct plays, you know, and these players just didn't execute, you know. So this is my whole thing. Sometimes you cannot win with transfer portal kids. And let me explain, or, or some of these kids, there's a reason why they're in the, in the portal. They, never mind, never mind, never mind, but, you know, that, that that's what I was saying. So. Well, you know what though? I mean, you know, I would hate to be. I, I can imagine what they say. You got a twenty-four hours for a loss or a win. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but seventy-two. Watching that film as a coordinator, because yeah. there were plays where whomever yeah. is calling defensive plays, it was the perfect call. Yeah, I mean, he sent the blitz at the right time. It was the right yeah. stunt. And yep. the guy just whiffed, man. I mean, I it was I, I could count it like there were so many times. So I don't know what you do with that. Maybe it's timing. But onto the, the the transfer thing, right? You can hit on those things and you can miss on those things. But you got to be really careful, man. I mean, because not only it's not about talent all the time. Like those transfer guys, they they're coming from a whole nother system. Like they're learning a new system on the fly, mm-hmm. not yeah. having played last year. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to just get a feel. Like when we when they run that rub route, I know my man's gonna switch. I know. There's no yeah. doubt. They don't know that yeah. stuff. So they're not even they're not playing fast at all, thinking way too much. And because there's too much baggage for some of them. Some too much baggage could be injury. It could be they're thinking about the old system. They could be worried about getting benched. There's too much baggage. These guys aren't running free. So like we know, and you know, some of the coaches know too. I mean, when you have this many transfers, that means there's just that many holes in your roster, yeah, but, yeah, but you, you yeah. can't build it like that. These guys yeah. can turn into something by the end of the year, a cohesive unit, but it's just hard, man. It's, it's very hard to do it's it's very hard and it's just i and this is my whole thing about this it's like i think a lot of these coaches when they come to these hbcus that come from you know these you know bigger programs especially the ones that come that went 
that, that coached the SEC programs that were persistent coaches that went to SWAC and MIAC programs. You know, they have this, oh, man, I'm just going to just get a bunch of my guys in here, those type of guys. Yes. You know, we'll set them straight. And I'm just like, we've seen that. Yep. You know, I, we've seen that for so long. It doesn't work. You know, just because you got to, uh, and I, and Duffy, yeah, he earned his stripes. You know, Francois, I would say he did too, but I felt David Watford probably, David Watford and Duffy, probably some of the best transfers that we got in that quarterback. But um, but this is my thing. It's like sometimes some of these kids, you know, there's a reason why they are leaving the program, you yeah. know, and it's just that just because they played there doesn't mean that, you know, they're good. It's like a lot of these kids at, at these, at the programs already, you know, there's a reason why they're at, you know, a Hampton or Norfolk state or women, Mary, or, or, or a Jackson state or any of these programs, you know, it's just that certain things the scout might've missed, you know, that makes this kid special, you know? So I don't know. I just, I, sometimes it just, it just, I just think of, we think of it as different and, you know, I just, it just breaks my heart for some of these guys, you know, it's just like, I really want to see, you know, these kids really get what they, what they do. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, and then finally, Norfolk State, Norfolk State scored 47 points. That's ugly. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I don't even think there were any special teams touchdown, right? This is all offense. Yeah. Any turn, like any defensive scores? Um, I think they no, no, they didn't have any defensive scores. They did have that pick that could have been a pick six, but no defensive scores. Yeah. So, I mean, as everybody can tell, we're in a bad mood about this game. <laughs> <laughs> so, but guess what? Everybody is. Yeah. Everybody is. The coaches are. The players are. Yeah. The fans yeah. are. The administration well, nah, is nobody. Am, yeah. No, nobody. everybody's pissed. Yeah, everybody's pissed. So <laughs> feel it. <laughs> Now, and let me and, I, and I know Norfolk State is over there having a good time because you know my brother is a Spartan too. So man, Ooh, I was yeah, hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you this though: Would you have rather lost to Norfolk State or to Howard? Oh, Norfolk State. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I see. I can stomach Norfolk State, and it's because I feel Norfolk State is like. They'll win and then they'll want to talk with you, you yes. know. But it ain't like, but it ain't like no, like, yeah, it's like, oh man, he's like, hey, it's like, hey, what happened to that dude over there? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, hey, next year, you know, yeah, and it's like, oh, you want to come over? We got food for you, you yep. know, and and it's you know, you mad, but you just like, all right, Howard be like, man, and you know, I told you, I told you. He's like, I, you know, and then Howard's like, man, I'm gonna go get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, they'll be like, they'll, they'll, they'll like try and mush you or something. Like I told yeah, you, or, yeah, or it would exactly, it would turn into like they would get really out of pocket if you know they beat us in that sport, you know. And it's just like, oh, oh, I want to take you there. We can take you there, you know. Don't yeah. let this water fool you, you know. No. So. Nah, so yeah. Norfolk but, State <laughs> has some humility. They do. I mean, they ignorant too, but I mean, but they're not out there like they, they know <laughs> they know when to kind of dial, dial it down too. You know, they they win like if we won against Norfolk State, we ain't in their face. We like no, we no. honestly like, man, 
we're we're very humble about it. We're like, man, I don't know how we beat y'all. I can't <laughs> believe we did. Hey, we you we just surprised y'all, you know. Whereas Norfolk State win, you know, I I you know they was like, well, you know, we won, but y'all hungry. Right. You know, y'all, y'all, you know, y'all still boozy, but you know, we can feed you too. You know, so yeah. Yeah, that's that's perfect way to sum up that game by mentioning the bison. Um, well, yeah, man, that's the end of that game. It's it's put it to bed, but uh, that's a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to the Big South scoreboard. Some interesting games uh, this week. Um, Monmouth, they got back on track by beating uh, Gardner-Webb, so they got healthy after their loss last week, 54-17. So, man, that score was 33-7 to at half. So, man, they just, Stomped them. Uh, yeah, Thank so God we are not playing mama. But season. that's but that's what you do, right? When you take an L, they got their yeah, behinds yeah. whooped last week and they came yeah, back. Yeah, that's yeah, what you do. So did they, they sure did. See that pirates? It's possible. <laughs> um, so yeah, mama, they're back on track. <laughs> oh, that's so cold. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, you get beat and then you get up. And uh, what's that old song? We fall down. No, man. They, they're not falling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. Oh, uh, that's funny, man. Get up. I'm sure that's what. Anyway, move on. Uh, North Carolina <laughs> A&T. <laughs> they beat Robert Morris 41 yeah. to 14. I Robert mean, it, it was look- dicey at times. I mean, the third quarter, it was dicey, a little bit dicey. close. Yeah, it was. I was going to say, uh-oh. Uh-oh, but Auntie, they got that championship DNA. They look like they might be getting oh, really? on track. They got they got that championship DNA. Hey, they, hey that's what Sam Washington are telling you. Hold, 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 hold on, let me ask you this. Did they have the championship DNA last year? I mean, oh. when it was in the MIAC. Oh, <laughs> wait, who was who won last year? I mean, technically they did, but did they? I mean, uh, fam, you honestly won it, but you know, family. FAMU uh, is the Nigeria of HBCUs. They always corrupt, and everything's always out of place and out of order. The paperwork ain't right. Stuff go missing. But <laughs> technically, fam, you won it. You know? <laughs> That's true. That's true, man. Yo, that is so true, man. I mean, I, I, side note, man, I know some folks that worked at FAMU. Man, yeah. man, man, man. Okay, it's a whole nother uh, kettle of fish. <laughs> um, but you know you've drawn the ire of the Aggies because they don't. I mean, they are approaching Howard status. Like you can't say nothing bad. No, no, uh, they're not. Uh, well, you know what? They y'all. Let me let me hold on. Let me go on the thing with Auntie. Auntie, <laughs> you guys are what uh, that lady in the Titanic said. You know, y'all are new money. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Y'all just, y'all, he said, y'all basically just got some change and went out and bought you a, bought you a Bentley, bought oh, you some man. Chanel, bought all that little stuff. And now you act like your stuff don't stay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, we looking at you like we, people out here laughing at you. Let's keep it real. Man. I mean, uh, they respect you. They respect the program. They respect the university. But we sit here like, yeah, okay. Yo, yeah, Aggie, money. Aggie Pride is off the hook, man. Aggie off Pride, G-Ho, I call it the, you know, yeah, I hope y'all don't have it this year. We're going to call it the the, the, the G-Rona. <laughs> <laughs> Super spreader. <laughs> Super spreader. Man. 
you know. But hold on, is this a, is this a sign uh, uh, of their, I would say, sophistication? You know, if they're not adding, I mean, this is a, a, a engineering program school, so I hope they can engineer some ways to keep the Rona away for Jiho. You know what I mean? Now, if anybody can do it, Aggies can do it. No, not it's real talk. I mean, when I when I came out of uh, Hampton in my first gig. At an engineering firm, there were several Aggies there holding it down. So if anybody can figure it out, they can. Absolutely. You know, yeah. you know we just playing anti. Yeah, we playing. Don't, they, they're know. mad, man. They don't they don't play. Man, I don't look at this moment, man. <laughs> misery loves company. Yeah, bring them down too. I hope, man, I hope some stuff happens where we we can be on an even playing field when we play y'all. I mean, so. At this moment, I called you new money. Y'all at y'all up there acting like, oh, we're the number one public HBCU. No, fam, you is the number one public HBCU. That so so y'all ain't even beat fam you yet. So stop it. <laughs> right. But they did I mean, beat Robert Morris. That's dope, man. I uh, mean, Robert Morris is the coppin state of the big south. Yeah. Our well, former yeah. defensive coordinator is the coach there. Yeah, they, they, I struggling, man. What do you call them? <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say that word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next, <Yeah. laughs> Kennesaw State, yo, Kennesaw State beat Jacksonville State. Oh my State. god, they beat them thirty-one to six. Oh lord, Jacksonville State beat um, FSU. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they beat them by twenty-five points. Oh, oh they yeah, they, they beat them. Beat them oh, down. Oh Lord. And then and they beat oh God. It wasn't close. I watched it. Maybe. I watched the highlights oh. and I had this game on another screen. Yeah, it wasn't close. So I'm just gonna be honest. Man. Hey, 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 hey. Be nice. No, no, I'm gonna be real. Jackson Jacksonville State just beat Florida State. I yeah. don't care what they say. Florida State is still a they still have uh they still have what you call four four or five stars on that program. They beat them. And Kennesaw State took them to the woodshed. So, I mean, honestly, I don't see our chances. Who do we have for homecoming? Ooh, I wish we – hold on. Let me say <laughs> yeah, yeah, why did we, Who, who why did this? Who scheduled yeah, that, man? Who did that? Who in the world – why do we do, – first of all, why did, where is U, University of um, Lynchburg? What's the name of that school? <laughs> right. Dude, Can we why have we not homecoming – can we have homecoming in August? Yeah, why can't can have in Virginia play? Union? Yeah, why are we not? No, because they could beat us too. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Dude. I mean, why can we not play University of Virginia Lynchburg? Are they still viable? We're not yeah. playing them. Uh, or oh God, what happened? Uh, hell, I'll take Bishop Sycamore right now. <laughs> hey man, I believe. Like Dion says, I believe. Man, we ain't Jackson State right now, man. (laughs) We'll get into that. But, yeah, that's what we have, folks. Kennesaw State, it's an opportunity to change the program around. So, and then closing up the Big South standings is Campbell. Campbell played North Alabama, and Campbell won 48-31. Here's my thoughts on Campbell. Yo, they look good. Yeah. Now, do they they don't have like great talent? Like yeah. they won't win, they won't, they shouldn't, they probably won't beat Mama. They could. They don't, mm. they, they they won't beat Kennesaw State, probably won't, but they look good. 
I mean, just yeah. watch them play. It's like, damn, okay, yeah. all right, that's a real team. So, yeah. man, watch out for them. But they won. Uh, if they get, if they can get like a real game changer at quarterback or wide receiver, like a Jada Kiss or two, I mean, man, but they it's, they got some going. It's a run. Yep, <laughs> they they got it going. Uh, they yeah. look good. So that's yes, the Big South scoreboard. Um, onto the Miac scoreboard. So let's see. Morgan State lost to St. Francis. Uh, Howard beat Sacred Heart. Mm, interesting. Yeah, props to Howard. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Man. Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 I'm leaving alone. You did good, man. Hey, I was waiting. Yeah. Was I, no, no, no. Nah. You know, I'm happy they won. You yep. know, no, nah, that's nice. Oh, yeah, good win. South Carolina State beat Bethune Cookman. Now I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter, but that game was forty-two to seven going into yeah, the fourth yeah. quarter. From yeah. what I've seen from South Carolina State, they're going to beat Norfolk State, but it's yeah. going to be close. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They look good. Um, That's the game I want to see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it's, I would. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what happened to North Carolina Central? They lost to Mississippi Valley State. Now, their alumni, they sound like us. I mean, they are pissed at this game. Yeah. What? (laughs) They are mad at this game. Yeah. 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 You know what, man? This is my whole thing. That whole me X Wack challenge felt like a long time ago. And I mean, this is my whole thing. Mississippi Valley has been the laughing stock of the swag for decades of the whole and, FCS FCS. And you know what? Thank you. You know, I'm happy that they finally getting they do. And to be real, North Carolina Central, y'all dropped the ball and it had to be you. It could, it, <laughs> you know, it wasn't Delaware state. It wasn't Norfolk. It wasn't how it was y'all. And y'all supposed to be a legit program. And you lost to Mississippi Valley state and in Itabina. Mississippi, and I'm gonna just say sit here like this: y'all are bad, man. Y'all are bad. Yeah, like, they should have lost to Winston Salem. Yeah, you should have watched exactly. And Winston, they've given up on when uh, on, was it Ruffin down there in uh, uh, Winston Salem? Uh, Massey, you know, Massey, Massey. Yeah, yeah, they've given up on that dude. So hey, it's it's over. So the fact of the matter is, North Carolina Central. I mean. There's no consistency, honestly. And I saw they had Todd Gurley at their practice. Obviously, he didn't motivate them for nothing. (laughs) But you know what, though? Hey, look, if Mississippi Valley State, if they're on the rise, good. I'm happy for them. And I'm not going to take this as Mississippi Valley is a doormat. You know, if they won it and they legitimately beat North Carolina Central, which they did, then they deserve that win. And I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, this is a bad win uh, for – North Carolina, uh, bad loss for North Carolina Central. Nah, Mississippi Valley State probably earned it. They're probably improving, and North Carolina Central is probably not improving because they did take a disgusting beatdown from North Carolina AT. So at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, we I honestly thought this was going to be Central and, and um, South Carolina State's division, but it's not. So it's over. So well, I mean, we'll. I'm just going to be interested to see how all this develops. And remember, after that uh, first game, the MEAC SWAC Challenge, when North Carolina Central won that game, <clears throat> and uh, I was like, aha, <laughs> like, 
not so fast. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're not yeah. that good. Like, you know, yeah. they, they got a long way to go. Um, yeah. They got a long way to go. And this they do proved it. Absolutely. So, yeah, y'all with us, man. Their alumni are pretty, pretty <laughs> angry. After this game. Yeah. They, Just, I mean, can't, man. <laughs> can't, can't wait the basketball season. <laughs> yes. Yes. See what see what David Six and Joyner are going to do. <laughs> yeah. and then delaware state hey they beat wagner what what's going on here man a, like a winning almost a winning uh actually the MEAC had a really good out of conference week yeah they did they did wow. i mean you know what though i mean it's just like the delaware state coach you know he really he's a part of the program so you know he really he you know he has the passion so i mean he's probably recruiting players He's probably doing it the way that he wants it. I want my homegrowns. I don't want the transfers like, you know, what Hampton does with the mercenaries. You know, I don't want no mercenaries in the program, you know, who fight for money. I just want guys that just fight for the program. So hats off. Hats off to Delaware State. You deserve it. Good win. Just don't give up like you did last week against Georgetown. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then some other HBCU football Notes. Let's see what's interesting this week. I think we talked about most games. Oh, <clears throat> Maynard did his thing, man. <laughs> Every now, now he, and then. <laughs> he, yeah, he did his. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, he, he has. We've seen that, this before. <laughs> the egg, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> but I'm going to say this too. Grambler's quarterback, that Bodden kid out of New York. Yeah, hey. He's a real deal. Yeah, he looks it. He looks the part. He, he, ha- he has the, the arm is there. The mobility is there. And this is what I liked about him. He's not a look-to-run type of QB. Like, AM, you know, kept him in the pocket. And he had just enough wiggle to get out and make good rollouts and complete passes. He was not looking at the first side of danger to, you know, toss just to, you know, start running. You know, he was hitting guys in the back of the end zone, you know, with, you know, under pressure, you know, rolling out, you know. So, I mean, that guy, he might have saved uh, Grambling's season, you know, because Grambling looked like a dumpster fire, you know, the first couple of games, you yeah, know. Yeah, they sure so. did. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, props to Grambling for pulling that one out. And then, final, at least for the swag, fam, you, 28 <laughs> nothing. Now, um, Hampton, I imagine keeping a team scoreless just imagine like that's (laughs) that seems like impossible nowadays but they you know what though i mean it's just like it just looked like i did see um some of the clips of the game it just looked like alabama state was just you know they just going through the motions you know honestly and you know we do love duck Duck is Donald Hill Eli. You know, he was the OC when we were here at Hampton. Yep. You know, really good, really good brother, really good coach. And then, you know, he was a longtime Morgan State coach. And we, I really like, you know, I love Duck. But, I mean, I just kind of got the feeling, man, this might be the farewell tour for him, you know. You know, but, I mean, hey, he's still got a lot of game to play. I'm pulling for him. But you can't lay an egg like that, even though fam and fam, you honestly is vulnerable too. you know, they're not like they don't really have a good quarterback. You know, they don't have a they're 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 playing musical chairs at QB, too. So that was a right game for them to win. You know, FAMU's defense is legit, but their offense is still kind of kind of streaky, too. And, and you know, <clears throat> props to FAMU for pulling that one out. That was 
uh, impressive. Yeah. And yeah, D- Eli, he's he's on the hot seat. Folks ain't too happy down there. It's I Al- mean, but Alabama, it, right? I mean, they don't, and they, he got the facilities. Like people are expecting him to win every what, year. But let, let me say this too: when they got the guy out of uh, when they got what's going to call it from um, um, Bethune, you remember uh, Jenkins? Oh you know, yeah, he, left Bethune. he couldn't recruit there, you know. So honestly, I think whatever it is about Alabama State, there isn't a draw. Yeah, you have a great stadium, but something is there that does not bring in the recruits. I'm not saying look. Hampton will if Hampton had Alabama State State, oh my God, that'd be amazing. Yes. You know? <laughs> but at the same time, though, I mean, I just think that there's something about that program that's not drawing in the the recruits that they think are 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 I mean are any good, you know. I mean, I mean, yeah, they'll get a Teron Armstead. Or, I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, not him. The guy who plays for the Texans, mm-hmm. who was yeah, a, uh, I know first, about. the first round pick. Yeah, they'll get him. And they got the guy, uh, the running back from Georgia, UGA. They'll get those type of guys. But those are, you know, those are just piecemeal players. But they're not getting a core. So whatever. And, but the fact of the matter is Alabama A&M got a kill glass and they got uh, – they got another couple of uh, uh, really three-star QBs that are on the roster currently, and they got some really good receivers. Whereas Alabama State, you just kind of like, I don't know none of these guys. So I think it's deeper than just a you know a facility issue. They probably have a program issue, and it's probably deeper than what the coach can do. And maybe they and plus I'm gonna be honest, those uniforms are bland, man. Those yeah. are some ugly. Those That's helmets true. are ugly. You know, it's just like the uniforms is just kind of ass. Whereas I look at like Grambling has the same color scheme, black and gold, and they have so many combinations with it. So I honestly think that Alabama State honestly needs to rebrand certain things about, you know, the athletic program, you know, and, you know, make it conducive for the students, you know, or upcoming recruits. You know, the, I mean, to me, the jewel is a stadium, but. I mean, that helmet is ugly, and you know, ah, but it is what it is. You know, that's just from an outsider perspective. If I'm a rec- oh, and plus, I had a story. I forgot. <laughs> My brother, who's, uh, who's playing football, was being recruited by uh, this uh, by Alabama and uh, and this is a long time ago. So, um, it was my brother, and my cousin. And my cousin, uh, when they went to uh, Montgomery, (laughs) they had, um, I think, I forgot who was taking them. Uh, The car caught a flat and they had to go into one of the uh, tire shops. Mm -hmm. And they were in the tire shop and one of the person was putting on the tire, you know, um, to uh, get a new tire. It's like, oh, I know you. You're so-and-so. And And he was like, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll coach over over ASU. And and he was like, huh? He was like, yeah, I coach. And his dude, like, how you a full-time or a part-time coach and you working another nine to five, you know, it's just whatever it is in that program, it's, Mm. it's not right. Got it. Yep. Got it. Well, yeah, man, (laughs) 28 to nothing. That ain't right. So (laughs) that'll do it. So, So, hey, let's zoom really quick. There was just really one score, Hampton, that that caught my eyes at the division two level. CIAA. I know where you're going with it. Yo, 
Yeah. Winston Salem State lost yeah. to Chowan. Is it Chowan? Chowan? Yeah. Yep. Chowan. 73 to 7. Yo, at halftime, it was 49 nothing. Like, what do you say? Nothing. It's what, just a It's like, you ever, you ever have a test? Like, and you realize halfway through, like, yo, I'm failing. I'm failing. Like, that's what do you yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did, they, did they quit? Nah, they probably quit on the program. I mean, you, got, you have to quit. You can't, you can't. They were all, yeah. They were only three going on four. It's a wrap. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, because they were beaten, they should have beaten Central. They should have beat, yeah. I think, what, ECSU last week. So the guys, they just, or whomever yeah. it was. And they doused it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like what Bill Parcell says you are what your record is, or whatever, whatever he said, something like that. So, I yeah. mean, I mean, they had a good run, you know, and it, it was capped off by Connell. I mean, okay, before Connell, I don't even know who, who was there before Connell. Oh, it was Kermit. Kermit. Kermit got it right. Kermit was there. And then, you know, Kermit moved over to Delaware. Delaware State, then Connell came in, and you know, Connell, oh, he he took it to heights we never seen. And then he had a little speed bump when he came here, you know, because we put the brakes on that brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he's back on the speed track at AM, you know, and I'm and I'm happy for him, you know. And this is and this goes back into what I say about Hampton University. Connell Mayna is he won the swag. You know, he won the swag. So obviously, you know, whatever it was that he is doing it is working for Alabama AM. Why didn't it not? Why didn't it not work at Hampton? I mean, was he ever was he supported? Uh, was he supported? You know, I mean, what 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 was it that prohibited him from being successful at Hampton? And this is what I think about certain things about our program that I think we honestly need to, you know, we we really need to address. It's the fact of the matter is that we let Joe Taylor walk and we know, and we both know how, why that happened. And, you know, honestly, it's like, I think when the ghost in the room actually leaves the university, hopefully <laughs> that we can actually bring Joe Taylor back and put a statue on the dag on campus or something. Yeah. It's just like, that's just a, I mean, for the life of me, man, that's the, I mean, honestly, this is the Jerry Jones, Jimmy Johnson, you know, saga for on the HBCU level. Really? I mean, yeah. you really think about it. Hampton is the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, we had success. We had some real good success. And then, you know, and what the egos got inflated. I mean, we do know that Jerry Jones. Nah, let me stop. Because, oh, yeah, let's just say uh, you, you remember yeah, the, the yeah. conversation. I mean, you yes. know, people oh. like to talk and things. I yes. remember. Yes. One of the last games of the Maynard regime. And it just wasn't a fit, right? I mean, he yes. was, we were all excited to have him come yeah. and get the pedigree. He can coach. Yeah. He is yeah. he is the best offensive coordinator, perhaps, that I've yeah. seen. I mean, he can scheme yeah. a game, but it just didn't fit. Yeah. And didn't I remember fit. I was sitting in the stands and I was sitting next to a family member of his. I didn't know. 
and he yeah. just starts talking. Yeah. And he tells everything. He yeah. tells <laughs> he tells everything, man. I was like, yeah. okay, it's time to go. I was like, it's all right. Yeah. I see why I made this like chugging the deuces. Boy. You know, yeah. it wasn't a fit. It just wasn't that. It wasn't. A, but this is my thing. What is a fit for this program? You know, uh, and well, I, we, we don't well, know. I don't know. I mean, I guess, right. you know, it's been, um, actually my son, uh, he's in double digits when he's 10. He's never seen, <laughs> uh, he's never seen it. He's never seen what we saw. Uh, <laughs> so now there's something in the DNA, yeah. but, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's something in the DNA. I, I guess we still honor We're just getting it out. Cause we know yeah. it's coming, but yeah, there's something, yeah. there's something afoot. And, uh, yeah. And I think you touched on it, um, earlier about yeah. what that is. What's the common denominator. And that common denominator is uh, extremely active or was, I don't know, man, you know, I mean, <laughs> you better you know, say it and play to me, man. You know, people, people are still scared to say his name. That's how like bad me, right? it is. <laughs> I said Jerry Jones, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Listen. Like Candyman. I mean, <laughs> you what? <laughs> oh, we ain't even saying what time, man. And, and we ain't Stop got, it. We ain't got Stop those skin in the game, man. But it's so. Uh, I'm telling you, man, this dude. Oh man, this dude. I mean, I mean, you think about it. Ever since we've been there, man, it's just been. You always saw you saw Joe Taylor, or Steve Murfield, or Pat Bibbs, or you know anybody, a Tiny Lester, anybody with success. You know, you see him with see him or her with a Miac Championship trophy, and then you see you know Candyman standing right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, Candyman after a game will be on the field shaking hands with the other team. I mean, <sighs> stop it. Who does that? I mean, you know, honestly, though, honestly, I mean, I do appreciate that Candyman, a.k.a. Jerry Jones, you know, loves the program. I love that. Thank you. But so, like, Jerry Jones ran off a Hall of Famer in Jimmy Johnson. Yes, sir. And ain't been the, the same Cowboy, since. Ain't been the same since. And this, and this is how parallel this is, right? He, Jerry Jones has hired folks he can control. I mean, ever since. You know, you think about the Dave Campos of the world, the Don Roses of the world, the, um, um, oh, God, Chan Gailey's of the world, the Jerry Holmes of the world. You know, but when you get, and, uh, but then when you get like a Bill Parcells, you know, a guy that, you know, talks back a little bit, you know, he has his own agenda, meaning a Connell Maynard, and who's had success elsewhere, you know, then, you know, it don't sit well with Jerry, you know, with Jerry or Big Money Jerry or Candyman. So, Connell, you know what? You know what? I'm happy for you. You done got, you done. You done, you, you successful. Thank you. You know what? And to be honest, a lot of Hamptonians follow you. You know, a lot of Hamptonians follow, you know, we follow your success down there in the MEAC. 
you know, because a lot of us still, you know, pants in. We see that you still got the same staff there and it's working good. You know, but but yeah. to be fair, right, to our current and we, we got on this riff about Maynard because of the Winston-Salem and how far they fell. They were just a couple yeah. of years ago. They were riding high. So you see yeah. how quickly things can change. Yeah. Our 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 current regime is still cleaning up. Yeah, that mess yeah. that was. I yeah. mean, that was a hasty exit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? he, when, he, when he moved out the house, man, there was a lot of damage. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you know what, though, and I'm glad you said that because let me take some luster off of Maynard. Aunt brother, you first of all, man, you done ripped out the shingles out the off, off the roof, <laughs> right? You know, you know, the gutters weren't even there. You know, you done ripped out, you done took the refrigerator, man. What's wrong with you? That's what you did. <laughs> so, you know, Prunty honestly had to come in here and deal with that. And that, and honestly, that, that wasn't right. You know, I, that, that definitely was not right. But at the same time, though, it's just like, he done, he, I mean, and, and keep it real, Akil Glass wasn't his quarterback either. That was a previous regime quarterback. So he lucked into that. Mm. So, I mean, so at the end of the day, man, I mean, to each his own, I still feel that candy man and, build um and uh jerry jones you know i mean honestly you know it's just like i i don't know man it's just we're gonna be dealing with this until you know whatever man yeah when you look back on it it's it's been a long time you know it's been we've been cautiously optimistic for you know and that's the thing though but it's the thing all the other sports besides football has been successful in a long time. Basketball been good, you know, you know, track, all these other auxiliary sports. They're good because, you know, what? they don't have – basketball has the luster, but I think there's a, enough headway to kind of let them go. But football, shoot, man, you know, <laughs> shoot. Yeah. Hey, so. But as we segue into this next homecoming game, you know, everything can be made right with the win over Kennesaw State. So let's talk about the Owls. <laughs> yeah. So Kennesaw State, they are three and one. Um, they their only losses to Georgia Tech, 45 to 17. They got beat, you know, supposed yeah. to lose that game. But uh they've been ripping off a couple of two good wins. They beat Wofford, who's normally pretty stout, and they beat the number 17. Uh, team in FCS in Jacksonville State. And just to get an idea of our opponent, um, this is a re recap from their uh, SID. So this is how they think about themselves, and this is what they say. The number two, number 20 Kennesaw State football team owned number 17 Jacksonville State from start to finish in a 31-6 victory on Saturday afternoon at Fifth Bank Fifth Third Bank Stadium. The win marked the second highest margin of victory in a top 25 matchup in KSU's history and moved head coach Brian Bohannon into second place all time in Big South Conference career victories. Kennesaw State won by controlling the ground, owning the clock, and winning the turnover battle. KSU outgained Jacksonville State by a 271 to 71 margin, yard margin in rushing offense held the football for 37 minutes, 19 seconds of game clock and forced two, turn two turnovers while committing none. That's from them. They're, 
uh, recap of their last victory. So I don't know what else needs to be said. I mean, just they they have a really active media department um, on Twitter and social media. So if you want to get an idea of how they play, I mean, and they, they have a swagger. I mean, like they beat us pretty bad like two years ago. And but these are the kind home. of guys that they, they will beat you and they talk trash. Like yeah. They, yeah. they bring their trash talking stuff to your stadium. Yeah. Like they, they bring like their own PA. I mean, it's wild, man. Like they, <laughs> they will I beat mean, you in your house. I mean, talk trash. I mean, I'm going to just say it like this. Let's just go ahead and get it over with. It's like going to the dentist, man, knowing you got to get a root canal. So let's just go ahead and get this root canal and then, you know, and think about the next nah, day, no, Charles. But here's Southern. the thing. Nah, Hampton, what? look. What? Norfolk State scored 47 points with Pootie. If you, yeah. go, if you go into this game with that mentality, they'll score 70. Like, if, you, you got to go, score... go into this game like your life depends on if you play. Like, as a fan, whatever, I might watch. I, you know, as we, you know, testament to it, I've – I got about four dad commitments that Saturday afternoon. I probably won't be able to even watch this game. Uh, But if you are in the Durham Chapel Hill area, the Durham Chapel Hill chapter is hosting a watch party for this game. I don't know why. I don't know (laughs) why. I I I mean, I'm a... (laughs) So, uh, but you got to go into this game like, like you skip, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't bring everything you got, this will be the worst loss of your life. I mean, yeah, but you know what, though? This is for all the folks who said, you know, who wanted to do this Big South. Game. <laughs> right. You know, this is what you get. Right. This is what you get. You said this is what you wanted, <laughs> honestly. Oh, I man. mean, we ain't getting true. beaten like this in the MEAC. No. I mean, we definitely ain't getting a, We ain't definitely ain't dealing with this, but, hey, they – and you know what? If they come, they come in and Armstrong and hang up seventy, man, it's just. Ugh. But at the end of the day, this is what you want in Big South. Hey, this is this, this what you get. So, but hey, they ain't gonna be here next year anyway. So that's true. <laughs> that's good. So yeah. But you know, we could win this game, right? Hampton wins this game if we control the clock. We have no turnovers. We force them to turn the ball over. We outrush them. And then we have a controlled passing game. Like, just hold on to the ball. That's the whole point. <laughs> hold on to the ball at all. Keep that offense off the field. But the bad part about that, just go to YouTube see, or Twitter. See, we don't do this. Um, but just watch the highlights. I mean, the defense, man, those guys are fast and nasty. They nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh my goodness. Um, my whole thing is the Harvey weather machine. If it works right, then we could actually have a uh, uh, a chance. Hopefully, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because they want it nasty. They, but you know, they they can they can get sloppy with the ball at times. Yeah. That triple option. So, uh, yeah, and they do run a triple option for uh, the folks who don't know. And Hampton notoriously, since the Patel Troutman. Um, but Doom Cookman era has like struggled with it. So <laughs> man, okay. Yeah, hit them, 
man, you know, Hampton can win this game if they hit. Like, this is not an aggressive team. Like, we do get some, like, uh, what do you call it, targeting penalties. Yeah. Oh, but, man, that's oh, – But yeah, we don't those... we don't hit. Like, you know, we don't, like, punish. So you're going to have to bring it because Kennesaw State will punish you. Like, Absolutely. I'm sure they watched the film. They've seen it. So I don't know what you do. I mean, I remember when I played, you just try and pay attention to all the details, you know, put an extra couple plates on that bench machine, on a bench press, <laughs> have a couple protein shakes, and uh, throw some rocks in your pocket. And, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it for this homecoming. Again, Hampton A, who scheduled this? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We should have. I don't know why Bishop Sycamore turned us down. But, <laughs> right. I mean, oh, we could do it though. I mean, we can do it. You we could do it, but I mean, you know, honestly, I'm just so disheartened from that last one that I don't even want to talk about it no more. <laughs> right, here's, a, here's, a, here's the last thought. Here's the last thought. Yeah. Last thought. Now, you know. <laughs> There are a lot of friends, a lot of fans, right, who were at that Norfolk State game. And, you know, they got that taste in their mouth. There's a lot of fans that are getting out the house for COVID. They don't know Kennesaw State is, man. Yeah, that's so true. So they, they're going to pile into Armstrong, man. And if we ain't ready, they can be like, what the F is this? Yeah. I mean, this could, this, this could be like, oh, that was a nice win over, over a good team. Or it can be... Uh, disaster. I'm, I'm yeah. opting for the former. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we do win, Lord have mercy, I'll probably cry. I yeah, I might. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, it's like Hampton hasn't had a significant win in forever, and, and it's just really bad. So, it is yeah. what it is. Yep, so we do this show because we care. <laughs> All right. Hey, Hampton, I, thanks, man. Hopefully we got it out. Hopefully this uh, podcast was cathartic for <laughs> all of the Hampton fans. Everyone, oh, boy. Hopefully everyone feels better. Hopefully everyone laughed as much as I did. This was hilarious. <laughs> 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 and go Pirates. All right, man. Peace out, Pirates. <laughs>